0: As for those who want to make technology sexy. All the product developers, designers, UX, UI professionals, product managers, CTOs and CEOs. And it is for you. My name is Dr. Peter Resca. My friends call me Dr. Peter. I am your host and I am happy that you are here. On March 6th, which is a few days ago, My new book, Status Offline, was published. I don't know anything about the uh, exact sales figures, but the feedback on Amazon is positive. I have more than 20, I think, today was, this morning was 22 critics. And uh, 75% of them are five-star feedbacks, and... All the rest is four stars. So I think a very good start. Um, I haven't talked to anyone from the editor today or in the last days. So I don't know what their view on this is. But I think it's uh, running pretty well at the moment. Bit of a problem here in this English uh, podcast is that it is available in German only at the moment. But uh, we are planning... Uh, For an English version, if the German version sells well, same goes for an audiobook. Um, We are thinking about the audiobook version, but um, yeah, that's all a bit in the future. What I want to do today is get a little into one of these chapters of the book and talk a bit about the content, what the ideas behind this is and yeah, so so let you uh, as my English-speaking audience also participate in what I have written, what my thoughts are, and give you some other benefits here. So, the main question of the book is: How can we as humans remain human in a fully digitalized future? What do algorithms do with us, And how can we get out of this indulgence about the attractivity, about the magnetism that these algorithms have uh, uh, to us? And how can we use the benefits of technology without stepping into the trap that big tech Put out for us, big tech, meaning the big technology companies out of the Silicon Valley, uh, about the West Coast of the U.S., uh, from Amazon, Facebook, Google, but also I I include uh, the uh, Asian product companies and also the European German car companies, machine tool companies, and I mean all of them. All these technologies have electronics, half software use artificial intelligence and and, and the, the question always is how can we remain human facing all this technology in our daily life in our private lives and in our professional lives Th- this is basically what what this book is all about and i have four major parts i mean if you take away um the the introduction and and uh, the literature list and uh The outro, um, there are four main parts remaining. The first one is about the past. Where do we as humans come from? How did uh, evolution work to make us exactly the persons we are, the breed we are? Um, The kind of, uh, yeah, the the very well advanced animals. How do our brains work and how did that uh, come out? So, all these um, things are in the the first major chapter. In the second one, I talk about the present. What is the situation we have? What is the um, relationship? How is it? Yeah, how is the relationship between humans and technology? And it's difficult, it's not easy. The idea here is, um, yeah, it's an analysis. It goes from from um, all the, the seduction that we have down to uh, the technology burnout, uh, techno stress that we have. So I'm talking about this, and uh, the third part, then of course, consequently, is the future. Where are we going to? And I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a crystal ball here on my on my desk, and but I can see the trends, I can interpret them, I can use my lifetime experience, my private and my professional experience that I have, and then use all this knowledge and say, okay, this is probably a direction we're going to head to, this is probably a direction that um, we will not go to, this is going to happen, this will probably not happen in the future. And the fourth part is... What can we do? It's not only an analysis, uh, not only getting into what was wrong in the the past and what what is okay and what what will be good or bad in the future. It's also what can we do, we as humans. And that's the fourth big part in this book. And There are two parts, two major parts in that fourth chapter. What can every single person do? What can I do? What can you do? And what can we do as a society? And today um, I want to talk about those things that we as single persons, as individuals, what can we do to limit the influence of big tech onto our lives, to somehow uh, limit the influence of algorithms and artificial intelligence onto us, and to handle that one to get into a safe future with the the chance to use all the benefits technology has undoubtedly but not selling our souls to companies and technologies and there are three steps we can do Uh, one is analysis the second one is minimizing and the third one is control those are the three things we can do and Let's start right away with analysis and analysis basically is the is answering the question what value is a certain technology having? what is the value the real value of a product? Is this is there any real value or is Everything just blown up by marketing departments uh, is is this technology just loaded with uh, expectations. Just like if you don't use that smartphone, you will never be happy again in your life. If you don't have this car, you will never ever find a new partner. If you do not have this uh, microwave oven, uh, you will not be happy at all. I mean, these are the messages marketing departments use. And very often they sell us minor changes, minor improvements as the number one, the super big, the unbelievable um, progress that we have. And at the end, if you have a closer look, I mean, there's a few more horsepower in the car. There's a few more pixels on, on a smartphone display. There's a bit more power in a processor. And these marketing guys, they really love to sell this uh, to us. And for this, I have developed a three step, again, three step method. So it's three sub steps. We have this analyze, minimize, control. That's the major part. And now we have three steps under analyze, which is cleanup, safety. And uh, Sinnlichkeit. How can I translate Sinnlichkeit into English? Uh, emotionality. That's probably the best best uh, word I can, can think of at the moment. So it's us clean up safety and emotionality. In German, this gives um, the acronym S, um, which does not mean a part of your body, but it means um, a playing card. But that's not the point. The point here is we have three things we can take about. We can we can talk about. The first thing is: Is the technology cleaning up my life? Is this making my life slimmer, easier, faster, more focused? We we tend to disfocus a lot. Have a look here. Have a look there. Um, do something here. Do something there. Communicate with different people on different channels at the same time. And so there is a diffusion of our focus into basically nothing question also in that area is is a technology helping me to become creative to create things or is it only a consuming mode so can, can, that, does a technology put me into production mode or into a consumer mode and so this this is um, um, yeah this this is uh, the, the first question what what is a technology doing to my life Is it making it easier, faster, more focused, or is it the opposite? Second one is safety. Is a technology in a position to make my life safer? If you have a look at cars, so we are are driving more miles, more kilometers per year than, than ever before. And we are, particularly in Germany, are driving faster than than ever before. The number of fatalities on German roads dropped from more than 30,000 in 1970 to around 3,000 in 2022. So we have a reduction of 90%, although we drive more and we drive faster. And part of this drop is technology. In cars, we have airbags, we have ABS systems, we have braking assistance, we have steering assistance, we have um, crash structures that, that collapse when you run into something, and all this helps you to survive a crash. And all this is technology, and all this is technology that creates safety. And take a look at medical devices, for example. They are super safe. They basically never fail in a, in a regular... If you use them in a regular way, they never fail. And they 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 help saving lives. They help creating health. And bam, so, again, technology that creates safety. Or let's have a look at aircrafts. They are... Uh, the safest means of transport that we have, based on technology. And I had the chance to fly in a flight simulator, a Boeing 737, a few days ago. And I know how much technology, or I don't know it, but but I had a glimpse into it. and I got a rough idea of how much technology is involved there to create safety. There's a lot more. It's the education of the pilots. It's... Uh, the the checklists that they have, it's the procedures, it's uh, all this double-checking, but it's also tons of technology that makes aircrafts very safe means of transportation. And the third one in analysis is check out if technology creates positive emotions. During the lockdown times two, three years ago, We all learned how hard it can be to not communicate with others, to not meet your loved ones, to not hug other people, not make a face-to-face talk. But at least we had the chance with all this um, video communication tools, with the video calls um, that we were able to conduct to have at least a minimum of communication with, with other people. And this again shows technology has a certain benefit. And it's the same with... I mean, technology can also be entertaining. I have my music streaming service. I can listen to all the music from all the classical stuff to the rock music. Um, Everything I want is is available on my music streaming service. It's about education. I have my my e-book reader. And of course, I can read a crime story or detective story. But I can also read a book that teaches me a lot where I learn a lot from and i have all the global literature from goethe to mark twain on my ebook reader so that i have it at hand all the time the goal. this is this is a lot of value that uh, you can create and also it's about museums it's about art you can see in the internet you can see while using technology you don't have to travel to, to Berlin to see the Nofritetti. You can do this on, on the internet. So that's the, the basic the, the, the thing on, on the analysis. Answering the question is technology having a value with three sub steps cleanup, safety, and positive emotions created by technology. Second part of this three step. Thing to, um, that you can do to, to minimize, uh, to, to limit the influence of technology in your life. That's, that's minimizing. A few years ago, before I moved into um, the apartment of my then-time girlfriend, now wife, I lived in a house on about 130 square meters, um, 1300 square feet, and I was alone there. And over the years, tons of stuff came into this house. And then we made the decision, we're gonna move into the apartment of my of my wife. And that's 95 square meters, 950 square feet. <laughs> she was already there and she heard her stuff, and I had my stuff, and then it was totally clear it will never work that I will move in here with all the things I have collected over the years, with all the stuff that came into my life over years and years and years. And so I started throwing things away. I went through my house and said, okay, what are the things I really need? And what are the things that I don't need? And I collected all those I don't need and um, I gave them away. I donated them. I sold them. And those that did not have any value at all, I just threw them away. And I travelled to the place where we, we dump our garbage um, at least once a week, and I dropped all these things into the container there. And with every every um, bag I put into the container, into the garbage container, I was feeling better. The first one was painful, but then it became. A very nice exercise. I felt lighter. I felt more focused. I simply felt better just by throwing away all things I don't need. And you can do the same in your life. Have a look. I mean, uh, there will be probably some place where you put your old smartphones. How many do you have? How many do you need? Maybe you need one as a backup and the other five you still have. Donate them. Give them to other people that need them or sell them. Or if there is no value in this, just throw them away. I mean, on smartphones, in case of smartphones, please do recycle them. Do not just throw them away. But that's, again, a different thing. Do the same with your data on your tablets and smartphones and, and uh, PCs. Do the same with the apps that you have. Other things you really need? Other things you... Um, I mean, I have, I don't know, 50 apps on my smartphone. And that's too many, I know this. And it's just a matter of being a bit lazy that I have not yet deleted them. But I have put those that I don't need regularly into separate folders. And then I will, um, yeah, if if I don't use them for, for a half a year, I just throw away the folder without looking into it. I just deleted all, all the pictures from from my smartphone. All these, ah, here's a quick beer and take a picture of that. Here's that. Delete them. You don't need them anymore. They're, they're not important at all. Of course, keep the ones of your loved ones, of your pets, the ones that, that, that help you in, in times of in tough times in times of crisis. But all the others uh, do not have a value. Throw them away. Reduce the data. So minimize that. Minimize the number of things you have, including how many microwave ovens do you have, how many toasters do you have, how many of all these things do you have, and how many do you really, really need. Just throw them away. And then reduce data, apps, software. Bring it all to the exact minimum to what you exactly need. And... The third part is control. This is basically the idea who is master and who is slave. Who is in the driver's seat of human technology interaction? Is it a human or is it a technology? And... You can you can stop this podcast now and, and have a look at your smartphone at, at the main screen of your smartphone and for most most of the people this piece of glass is shouting at you telling hey you have seven mails and you have 12 messenger messages and there is 50 news on your news app and and you have the immediate need to jump right into it so you have this technology, you have this piece of glass with a silicone behind it and the software and the bits and the bytes, and they are steering you. They are steering your behavior. You feel so attractive that it pulls you so much into it that you cannot resist, and you will do this. Your, your focus, your thinking, your acting, your awareness is fully driven by technology, it's steered by technology, it's, it's pulled by technology, you're pulled by technology. You are the slave in this one. And this is, from my point of view, the worst thing we can do. Losing the control of the human technology interaction. Making ourselves the slaves of technology. Hey, it's just a stupid piece of technology. We are humans. You are human. Do you want to be driven by this technology? So, for me, my, my smartphone is not sending any messages to the main screen. So I don't know it. If I take the smartphone into my hand, I don't know how many WhatsApps, how many Telegrams, how many... Facebooks, how many, whatever I have on my smartphone. And if I have the feeling, yes, I should check it, then I go into the software, then I, I open up the respective app. say so, okay, I'm going to answer a few mails now, or um, I'm going to check out who was sending me a couple of messages. So I cannot see them and I cannot hear them. My devices are on mute. They're not vibrating. They're not dinging. They're not donging. They're not ringing. They're doing nothing. Exception: If I, for example, expect a call from a client, then I turn turn the sound on, and I can hear it. But I do this intentionally. I do this consciously. So at the end of the day, ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the time, my devices do not send me any messages. I'm pulling them. I'm not pushed by technology. And you can do this. And if you have the feeling, I must do this, I have to do this, and if I don't do this, the world will break down. No, that's wrong. Take a step back. Think. Analyze. Is it really that important to get that message on some earthquake somewhere in Africa right onto your smartphone? I mean, if you want to travel there, of course, this may have some, some importance. Or if you're a part of an earthquake rescue team. If not, why do you have this message sound shouting at you? Important news will find you anyway. So you don't need to have them on the top of your smartphone. You don't need to turn yourself into a slave of all these apps and all this information. That's not important. You don't have to. So you don't need to do things reduce it there are a couple of things we need to do like eat and drink and breathe and yeah but at the end of the day most of the things we believe we have to do we have to be available for all of these people i mean let them leave a message on your on your on your phone box uh, on your mailing machine and then you answer that while you Have the time while you're in the mood for this, after you made the conscious decision to do this. So, yeah, turn on your mailbox and let people leave messages there. Just like reflecting, use of technology in general, before you enter a car and drive somewhere, think, can I walk it? Can I take a bicycle? Do I need to drive at all? If you take a smartphone into your hand, think a second, just a second or two seconds, what am I doing here? Is this really important what I'm going to do now? Does this help anyone? Does this make this world a better place? Does it make me happier to do something here on the smartphone? So I put all my social media and news stuff on the third or fourth screen on the smartphone. So I have to scroll through that. And these seconds... They give me the time to think and say, hey, do I really want this? 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 What's going on here? So take your time to analyze and reflect before you get into this. All right. So just a quick summary I talked about my new book, Status Offline, which is available in German at the moment. So if you have German friends, um, point them towards or German speaking friends, or if you want to teach your German, get a copy, read it, enjoy it, be influenced, be touched by it. The podcast episode, today's podcast episode of the Human Technology Podcast, was on the three steps, the three things you can do. Analyze. First of all, checking. Is a technology providing value or not? Second, minimize. So reduce technologies, reduce devices, reduce datas app around you to exactly... The minimum where you have things left only that have this real value throw away all the rest whether it's physical or whether it's digital doesn't matter reduce it to exactly the point where all the valuable stuff is left only then control control your behavior get into the driver's seat of uh, technology human technology interaction put yourself into the master's positions and don't ever accept the slave position in human technology interaction. That's it for today. Thank you for spending time with me. I hope you were able to take something with you and do something for yourself that will be forever. For an ongoing exchange, you will find me on LinkedIn, And on my websites, peter rusker.com and beyond-hmi.de. Write me an email on the podcast at beyond-hmi.de. Tune in next time, take care and stay healthy.